how low? Hello, 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 how low? That's my new intro. What is that? You don't know what that is? No. You do know what that is. Oh, Nirvana. Yes, yes I'm with you. No, sorry. <laughs> Could you tell that I'm getting increasingly desperate on how to think of new hellos? So I've <laughs> run out of all my gay camp ones and now I'm having to resort to 90s grunge. <laughs> hello, 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 wow, wow. Is that more accurate? It is. Yeah, actually, my, <laughs> my friend wears a Nirvana t-shirt. It says Nirvana, and it has a picture of Hanson underneath. I said you put that on Instagram, didn't you? Or did someone no, else? No, maybe someone else. Viral? I mean, it's probably, I'm probably it's like it's probably in Topshop top or something. <laughs> but she wears it. So the amount of boys that come up to her and go, you know, that's Nirvana, don't you? Oh, but it's being ironic. Yeah, yeah, because that is a very annoying thing that people do, and I will call my friends out for this when they have a band on their clothing that I know for a fact they don't like. <laughs> I just think that it's just so telling the world I'm a try hard I'm a wannabe hipster I'm a bleep we're trying not to swear now on the end so I'm, <laughs> I'm bleeping myself we're self bleeping to save Moon the effort speaking of Moon um, we're in Moon's flat today we are should we not say that because it makes us sound very hodgepodge <laughs> hodgepodge usually we're in very professional studios but um, today we're in Moon's flat because I don't know, we're just getting cosier, I guess. Yeah, we're just getting closer to Moon's bed. <laughs> <He's got> a... <laughs> Finally! guys. <laughs> <laughs> and Moon has a very, very cute, quirky little flat with lots of musical theatre merchandise. So we feel right at home already. We do! Um, we should move over the segment, which has been so popular on United Queendom, um, to this show and go to, 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 to the, the moon! moon. To the moon, to the moon. Come on and take me away to, 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 to the moon. Hello. <laughs> we have to do our segments. People love it so much. What are you wearing? So obviously you're going to be a little bit more casually dressed because you are at home. Mm. However, <laughs> I am loving this ensemble. Aww. We have a, how would you describe that jumper? Like, it's like an Aztec print. Yeah. Mayan. Like an old SNES. A SNES? <laughs> oh, like yeah, a Game Boy like effect? What is like a SNES? Like Super a Nintendo? A SNES? Are you more of a Sega girl? Sega. You don't know what SNES is? I have no idea what SNES is. This is this an age thing? you're 28. Yeah. Oh. So, SNES? Yeah, I guess it would have started to be a PlayStation by the time you... I first have a Sega Mega Drive. That was my thing. And you so plug yeah, it you in were and it goes... SNES or you were Sega? Oh, I was Sega. But Sega. SNES was like what you called Nintendo... Was it even called a SNES? I was like, a yeah. nickname. Yeah. Super Nintendo SNES. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Super Nintendo. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's why that happened. Oh. And he's also wearing jogging bottoms and red hot chili pepper socks, <laughs> which means actual red hot chilies, not Anthony Kiedis on a sock. <laughs> and sandals, but we're going to let that slide because, again, you're at home. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's find out. Uh, Charlie, what have you been up to? Fill us in. I mean, you just filled us in on all the real drama that can't be broadcast, but let's exactly, hear about the for libel PG-13 reasons. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a... Um, what have I been doing? I did all my Christmas shopping in one day. <gasps> in one day. God, is it all Amazing. shit presents, though? It's all, I think I was getting a lot of people vouchers. Is that <laughs> well, like of course the... you could have done it one day, then. <laughs> Don't diminish my effort. That's right, really are. I was thinking the other day... I don't feel like I get vouchers very often anymore. And even though it's kind of boring, it is really useful and yeah. better than getting... The Where would you want vouchers thing. for? What's your shops? I would say Zara. Oh, okay. I probably still buy more stuff from Topman, but I buy it reluctantly. Oh, I why? I, I think I'm too old to be shopping there now. You're not too old, babes. 
You're a man. You're a top. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be hearing from my lawyer. Like <laughs> this is top man, I think. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. And, and I like it. So I do still like Top Man. But are we... I, you know I don't believe in cancel culture. Are we meant to be cancelling Philip Green? Or not? Are we just ignoring that? Has he been arrested? No, he hasn't been arrested. Is that the whole point? He should have been arrested, but he hasn't. I think when you're that rich, you just don't get arrested. Although Jeffrey Epstein got arrested. Let's not get into that. Let's not bring in Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> God, we're only two minutes in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so you got... Uh, would you mind me asking you how much you spent on your total Christmas budget shopping? Oh, not loads. We don't... So my family, oh, we aren't Christmassy people. Yeah. We're like... <laughs> we're all like a bunch of Scrooges. It's just we don't get it. <laughs> and so everyone just spends like 20 quid on each other and that's it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, we're not into like the whole extravagant presents or anything. Well, it is just a load of crap, really. It is. <laughs> well, in my... Well, we... we what, bought... Jesus being born? Well, that is true, isn't it? <laughs> that, that is true. He was born. That's we just don't know whether he was the, the son of God. I think we do, Ed. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> I haven't got to the end of the Bible yet. Don't spoil it for me. Spoiler Christmas, guys. <laughs> well, I've done, I think I've only got one or two more presents, and I think I've spent almost £300 already. But a lot of that is on my mum's present, which I won't reveal in case, although I've banned her from listening to the podcast, just in case she does. But that was most of the budget. Because it was, no, I can't say what it was. Oh, I'll tell you in January shows. Oh, um, stay, stay tuned, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to keep you on the edge of your seat for three weeks. <laughs> it is a good present, though. Um, I went on Friday to see Emma Bunton perform at the Royal Albert Hall. Oh, I saw this on Instagram. How was she? She was good. I think everyone was a bit like perplexed as to why she was there and why we were there. So it was just her, her own solo show? It was just her. She did do um, a medley of Spice Girls hits, which actually was very entertaining. And apart from that, it was, she did a lot of Christmas classics and then she she did her own hits, which obviously was was a short segment. (laughs) She even even at one point was talking to the crowd and said, now I've had a lot of requests for this next song. And then she started singing Take My Breath Away. Every waking day, you take my breath away. And we were like, did you really have a lot of requests for that song? I've like? never heard that song. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, it was a top five hit. It's the song that f- she followed with What Took You So Long, which actually oh. was a good song. Took you but, so um, long. It was a bit like, mm, Emma, I don't think anyone requested that. I think your team told you <laughs> we need to put that in because you have no songs. Did she do that song... Um... But- Free me. She did, yeah, that was good. And maybe, obviously. Maybe is a tune. She opened with that and the place went wild. She peaked too soon. <laughs> she peaked but when with she the did two song. become one, that was very, very nice. <laughs> but um, we should get into our celeb questions. As always, on the Ed and Charlie show, we're giving advice to the celebs and plebs that need it most. And first up, we do the celebs, because they're more important. They are. And our first the proper people is from Mr. Philip Schofield. Oh, the Silver Fox. Mm, he says, Dear Ed and Charlie, oh, I'm in a real pickle. I've been working as a respected broadcaster and confirmed Silver Fox. Oh, as you mentioned. Mm. For decades. But lately, it feels like people are out to get me. There have been rumours surfacing, mainly from the Sun newspaper, that I'm a bully, I'm an egomaniac, and I make everyone on this morning scared of me. Even that bitch Holly Willoughby. (gasps) How do I deal with all these rumours? Have you guys ever had rumours about yourselves? Please help. P.S. P.S. what? Oh, that's his initials. Okay. 
<laughs> I see. Um, right, Charlie, rumours. I've heard rumours Rumor about you. Rumour has hey. it. You yeah, what rumours <laughs> you heard about me? Well, I've spread rumours about you. I <laughs> I. They're all true. <laughs> they are all true. But has anyone ever said something to, to you that about you that wasn't true? Like, oh, I heard you did this. You're like, what? Um, have they heard? What have people spread about me? Spread. Someone, um, stop. <laughs> oh my God, this is going to make you sound mental. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Someone at school, I was very quiet at school. Well, already I'm not believing this rumour. <laughs> I was so <laughs> quiet and timid. Someone <laughs> read a rumour that I was a serial killer. <gasps> and just had a big cock. <laughs> a big cock? Hadn't been cool. caught. Oh, no, that's not sorry, Moon, we have to beep that bit out. I just said the C word. I, that's what I thought you said. <laughs> Confirmed that you hadn't been caught. How many people did they say you'd killed? They didn't know. It was just Arjun. Oh my God, I just said his name. Arjun spread it. <laughs> <laughs> Arjun Sherrard started spread this rumour. Sh- Arjun Sherrard, is this a real person? This is a real person. This sounds like an amazing book. So I was, yeah, I was so quiet at school that I got, I mean, there was <laughs> rumours I was gay, I don't know. <laughs> Can you believe it? Um, yes, yeah, so he spread this rumour that I was actually a serial killer. And everyone kept saying, you know what, I'm not that surprised. Do you know, it is always the quiet ones. I was so quiet. And often the gay ones. So you were, I guess you were ticking a lot of boxes, but how? So did you? People just keep saying, "Oh, I heard it from Arjun." Yeah. And then did you ever confront? Him? No, I confront. No, I, no, I didn't know where it With came from. And then I confronted Arjun, <laughs> and he disappeared so quickly. <laughs> so, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I hope the police aren't listening to this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, God, that is out. a crazy rumor. I know is that mad? I don't know who I believe. I guess you wouldn't have brought it up if it was yeah. true. There was. A, this probably isn't a rumor. This is just a misconception as well. <laughs> when I joined, have I mentioned my I mentioned my rowing club on this podcast, haven't I? Shout out to you London Otters. It to me. I so when it. I joined my rowing club, I was still quite quiet, and this rumor spread. That it's because I couldn't speak English because I was Lithuanian. <laughs> Everyone behind my back would refer to me as Lithuanian Charlie. That sounds like an amazing drug. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> until one day, someone asked me how a week, my weekend was. Yeah. All right, babe. <laughs> and some, my mate Jake, who's now one of my best mates, was like, hang up, you're from Essex? And I was like, well, yeah. And I was like, oh, boys, he's not from Lithuania. And everyone had to come over and listen to me and realise I wasn't from Lithuania. But you're like blonde, aren't they? More... They're not black in Lithuania. We talk in Eastern Europe, babes. I know, but they're more like Turkish looking. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Moon, edit that. <laughs> Is that offensive? No. Lithuania, I thought it. No, let's not even get into that. So I get called Polish all the time. All the time I get called Polish. I get mistaken for Greek. Well, I tell people I'm Greek and they believe me because, like, why would you lie? So to make yourself interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I tell them my name is Edward Dyson Podopolopoulos. Podopolopoulos. <laughs> what rumors you had about yourself? Oh, God, there have been a lot over the years. That um, you're a nice person? No, no, I've never tried to spread that. <laughs> um, well, once there was a good rumour spread about me. So, you know, if you, if you ever heard a rumour about yourself and not corrected it, because when I used to work at the Daily Star, um, something I'm not proud of, I um, someone came up to me one day and told me that they'd heard a rumour that I had kissed Jay McGuinness from The Wanted at an event. Do you remember him? Oh yeah, he won Strictly, right? He won yeah. Strictly. He's so cute. I really, really fancy him. And I was just like, I was like "Is it true?" And I was like, "I'll never kiss and tell. Like, <laughs> it's not true, but I wish it was." I think I do remember the party where I think this rumor came from, and we definitely didn't kiss because, believe me, if we had, I would have told everyone. But um, I think it was loud, and we he was like 
are taller than me as many people are and he was leaning down and I think someone maybe had just seen at an angle and thought that we were kissing that's my one theory or the other theory is there is another I sh shouldn't even say this but there is another journalist in London called Ed who's also gay and I do wonder sometimes whether because I've heard oh no I can't say that um whether he maybe kissed Jay McGuinness and that's where that rumor um, oh but it definitely wasn't me but I was happy to let it go uncorrected although I've now just corrected it so I realized <laughs> that that was a huge mistake in terms of bad rumors about myself I um no I think everything is pretty much true I think there's enough factual things to report on without Darn. anyone having to make anything up. Don't you just wish you knew what people talked about you? No! Like you're not there. Do you not want to know that? Absolutely not. I would love to know what people say about me when I'm not there. No, I really think it's um, better not to know. I'm one of those people who, if I came across like a WhatsApp thread on one of my friend's phones and saw they were all talking about me, I would not read it. Oh, so much self-control. Well, well, it's just like, what good can come from that? I mean, It's almost like self-harm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it takes a lot of a lot of restraint. Yeah. Actually, I bet I wouldn't do it. I, wouldn't do it. <laughs> I like to think. Um, so yeah, did we, did we give Philip Scofield advice? We told him about rumors, but how do we deal with the rumors? Um, well, I always kind of subscribe to the way of thinking of um, Kate Moss. It wasn't it her who said never <laughs> that, that famous philosopher Kate Moss, <laughs> the Dalai Lama of London. <laughs> <laughs> she always said, never complain, never explain. So, like, no matter what has been said about Kate Moss over the years through the press, and I've been one of the people saying stuff about her, <laughs> she has never commented on any of it. She was actually one of those people who you could, if you were having a slow news day and kind of wanted to write something about someone and not have any backlash, Kate Moss was in that that group of people that was kind of a free-for-all because she will never deny anything. She will never... Um, respond to anything. She just lets it all be oh. part of her legacy. And I think that that's kind of like part of why she survived so much. Even when she has been embroiled in scandals, she's never talked about them. She never apologised for them. She never apologised for the whole cocaine thing. Um, she lost a few deals over it. And then within a few years, she was like bigger than ever. So there is something to be said for that. And there's a few other celebrities, not as controversial, but like Beyonce, who never really responds to rumours, even when people are accusing her of faking her pregnancy she never commented on it yeah and i think that those people tend to almost take on a kind of mystical powerful presence because yeah. like, i'm above all of this i don't have to respond to it so i think so far philip scovard hasn't responded is he to in that level it. kate moss beyonce <laughs> and philip <laughs> schofield <laughs> i see in that rarefied just fear. that like legendary timeless <laughs> quality <laughs> do you can I ask, do you fancy Philip Schofield? No. I don't. And I, I know he always features heavily in... Whenever there's a one of those polls that's like weird crushes, there's always Philip Schofield, Max from EastEnders, who I do fancy, and Jeremy Clarkson and Piers oh. Morgan. They're always oh. like the staples. Gordon Ramsay here a lot. Is he weird crush or just regular crush? No, that should be weird. I, Is he in your regular crush? I like... I am ashamed of fancy him because of his personality but i think he's not oh, a bad looking man. person he looks like he's got um been eaten by a shark and survived yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i'm kind of into that i'm into that whole post jaws look <laughs> um so yeah so my my main issue with the philip schofield thing is um i think that people are too quick to t to say he's attractive i don't find yeah. him to be so and i do okay. like older men but i think he looks more less silver fox more like Grey Weasel. 
Weasels. That's what that I Grey Weasels. <laughs> That's the um, rival rowing club to your otters, <laughs> the Grey Weasels. I realised he wrote in asking for advice and then we I just slated his appearance, but that's the kind of show we're doing. Uh, I'm going to be a silver fox. I'm getting grey hair already. I am as well. Oh. Are you just upstairs or downstairs? <laughs> that's mine just on the side of my hair. That's all I'm getting so yeah. far, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it is a matter of time before the first grey pube comes, though. Oh, gold. I w- but you you guys will be the first to know <laughs> when it comes. <laughs> we have um, recently been accused of oversharing. Um, someone on Facebook message saying we overshared on uh, the previous episode, but worryingly they didn't tell us what we overshared, and I forget everything we say after we record. <laughs> so I'm just like, God, what did we say? Did we say our pin numbers? <laughs> <laughs> no, We're like, what's your pin number? <laughs> Your address and your. <laughs> I know. Hopefully, Moon will tell us when we take it too far. I think we might be past that point. Um, I'm. The next letter is from Nadine Coyle. Nadine. I'm gonna read it. Do you, are you good at doing her voice? Do you want to read this no. out in her voice? I so I'm gonna attempt it. It's gonna I be want horrendous. I can't wait for you to attempt Nadine this is Coyle. It's gonna be worse than when I did Emma Palin. Can you say what? Accent. How about when she said, "Are you seen that clip?" She's like, "Flower, flower, flowers." <laughs> I haven't seen that clip. It's like she's on what's the cooking show on Channel Four? Morning one, Sunday morning or something? Sunday morning brunch. That one. Saturday morning brunch. Yeah. She's making bread. Yeah, like... Maria was on that this weekend, wasn't she? She was. Oh, yeah, right. fans alongside Liam Payne. Yes, I saw the photo. I, saw the photo. I totally forgot her, and you got it. Yes, um, he's getting. Isn't he getting slagged off for? By bye women. Yes, he just released a song, which I haven't listened to yet, called Both Ways, where he's talking about how he likes to see his female partner go with another woman. Yeah. And then bisexual people are accusing him of fetishizing their identity. What do you think of that? That should have been one of our letters this week, but we cannot control which celebrities write we in. Can't. They either write in or they don't, but... Um, <laughs> I think it's true. It's the same with the, uh, what is it, the Katy Perry song? It I seems like, yeah, it's sort of like girls getting with girls, but only when men are looking. And it's all yeah. about turning on men. I don't know. There was a big backlash because Rita Ora released that song called Girls, that was girls wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I just want to like girls drinking red wine. That no, wasn't it. Um, and that got a backlash <laughs> and they just dropped it like a hot brick. And I'm just kind of like, I don't know, considering a lot of rap songs feature like, I'm going to tear that in two and all this stuff. I don't think it's that shocking. I, d- I don't know. I don't find it that offensive, to be honest. I think people are being a bit too sensitive. Are you erasing by women? What by women? <laughs> Ooh, I've already erased them. No joking. Um, no, I, I love bisexuals, but I think... Yeah, bi- bi- bisexuals are prime material for threesomes. <laughs> Moon, edit that out. I don't want to be cancelled lightly in pain. Right, let's offend the Irish instead and do this Nadine Coyle letter. <laughs> Dear guys, <laughs> since I've appeared and I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Everyone's been talking about how the rest of my former girl band, Girls Allied, can't stand my. I understand why people are interested, but it really hurts my feelings. Have you guys ever felt left out? And how do you deal with that? Tags. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Nadine Kyle. <laughs> she watched it sounds Dutch. I thought it sounded like Stephen Hawking. <laughs> He's dead now, isn't he? Yeah. Um, before he died. Yeah. Um, God, that, I knew that was going to be bad before I did it. Because I did a little practice at home and it was not cute. So apologies to everyone from Ireland. Although, can I just say, everyone I've ever met who comes to Ireland does not sound like Nadine Coyle. I think that she 
has a weird voice anyway. And yeah. people like blame it on her being Irish, but it's like, well, I've literally never heard anyone else who sounds like that. So Flower. it would be like if someone from America heard Joe Pasquale and was like, oh, <laughs> what, a reference. what a weird British accent. It's like, well, no, he has a weird voice even in the UK. What a comparison. Joe Pasquale and a Dane Coyle. I what Joe Pasquale's doing right Shout now. Shout out to our listeners born in the 50s. <laughs> oh, he's not that old. He still pops up on the chase and stuff. Celebrity, not regular version. <laughs> um, so yes, Nadine Coyle. Have, have you ever felt left out? I mean, it sounds like you felt left out on your rowing club for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't speak to anyone. Quiet Lithuanian Charlie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think all gay men have, haven't they, really? <laughs> we, we, we did in school. We talked about that before, haven't we? Feeling... Oh, yeah, I know. Like I always out, felt left outsider. out. outsider. Um, yeah, I've definitely known what it's like to feel left out and you're kind of watching everyone having fun and just sat there mortified. Yeah. Must be how Moon feels. Doing <laughs> yeah, Moon, you're an essential part of the DNA, obviously. I, I remember it. in a birthday party in primary school and I remember all the kids locked themselves in the bathroom and locked me outside and they just carried on the party in the bathroom and I just sat don't laugh at my pain how big was this bathroom <laughs> just childhoods. yeah and then they just won't let me in and I was just sitting outside being so embarrassed but you still didn't leave <laughs> oh okay I should have just left then oh no so how old were you I uh, would have been nine ten. Oh, that is sad is that because you were maybe gay well definitely well, <laughs> <laughs> no but they didn't know back then well, everyone. No, used... I was so gay. Before I was called gay, I was just the people would just say you sound like a girl, which I guess was the original gay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, mean... I told you about. Have I said my story about when in Romford Ice Rink? Have I said this? I don't think so. I was in Romford Ice Rink with my. <laughs> Sorry, there we go. In glamorous, <laughs> the glamour of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and I was with my mates, and these three girls came up to us to try and chat us up. <sighs> I would Deluded have been fourteen. And I started speaking and one of the girls burst out laughing. And I was like, oh no, what's happened? And she called her friend over. She's like, come over, come over. She went, she's like, listen to this boy speak. And I spoke again and two of them just burst out laughing. And they're like, you sound so gay. Oh my God, that's so funny. And oh they were just God. pissing themselves. And I was so humiliated. <gasps> yeah, yeah, absolutely humiliated. Oh, did you deny it? Probably. <laughs> you should have just like yeah but I've been so embarrassed by that you should have like seduced one of them just to prove the point <laughs> she's oh, called they're... Bryony I remember her oh my god well Bryony screw you <laughs> screw yeah, you we certainly won't <laughs> um, I remember well this isn't a left out story but just related to your one it was not that long ago in Huddersfield where I was just walking down the street and this car was driving along and it started to slow down as it like went past me. And the guy just like leant out of the window and went like this with his hand. You can't see me podcast listeners, but like bending it over like limp wrist again. And then like drove off it's like a drive by homophobia um, shouting. And I was like, A, offended because I'd been shaded by the people in the car. And B, I was like, that car started to slow down from so far away. It's like, I am gay from a very far distance. <laughs> like, how am I, <laughs> do you know? Unless they're just doing it to everyone and I just happened to be someone gay that they did it to. But I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm gay from like upon the horizon. Yeah. It's worrying. But yeah, definitely in school, there was moments of feeling left yeah. out and kind of, I remember one year I even tried to learn everything about football 
and I learned all the names of the stadiums and I learned all the names of like the main squads and the managers and like had all this trivia so that when like boys were talking about football I could join in but I still couldn't join in even because I wasn't watching the game and I yeah. realized that you can know all the information you want unless you watch the game you really cannot join in so I still found myself <laughs> left out and then there was that time this was in junior school when they said this was partly me just being generally stupid but like oh who do you think is going to win the Euro Cup and I said Brazil and everyone laughed at me for ages I mean that is a dumb thing to say <laughs> I can't even put that down to that just, is like, just stupid. lack of football knowledge <laughs> <laughs> the clue is in the question <laughs> well Nadine well, I hope that helps you Nadine do you, you follow the parody Nadine account no, what's it called? So it's called Nadine, and How's she write they they write the tweets in her voice. <laughs> so it's all it's brilliant. We do. We watching Jungle. I don't watch Jungle. I don't Did she do Jungle. well? Oh, you know. She came. I have been following it this year because I had to do some things about it for work. I think she came like sixth or oh. something. But I know that um, Jacqueline Jusser won last night. Spoiler. From uh, if you haven't caught up after three weeks, <laughs> and Caitlyn Jenner, she came like. Fifth, and like everyone made a big deal about the fact that um, none of the family came out to greet her. So she was the first celebrity to walk out of the jungle with like no family there. Oh. Um, but yeah, the, the Kardashians are Why is Caitlyn doing it, do we think? She was the highest paid person who's ever done it. But she's, she's not skin, is she? Grand. No, you would. Yeah. I, but I wonder well, I suppose how rich is she? Grand for three weeks. I mean, Kylie Jenner is meant to be a billionaire. So surely she's sharing some of that cheddar with Caitlyn. Does it get on? I don't really know the Kardashians. Does she does she speak to the Kylie and the Kendalls? I don't like to be involved in the Kardashians either. I say that like they're trying to call me. And I <laughs> but I know that Caitlyn has not spoke to Courtney, which I think is the tall one. And that's the polite way of saying it, because some people call her. No, right. Courtney's the short one. Oh, sorry. Chloe, Chloe's the tall one. Yeah. I think... But that's not... Courtney? That's not one her the, daughter. No, yeah. The one she hasn't spoke to in a while is a stepdaughter. I think both her daughters do support her. Oh, okay. Maybe they had a wobble when she first... Came, came out. out but i think now it's just one of the stepdaughters and i think that's nothing to do with her being trans i think that's to do with things being said dad. about chris yeah oh. and now it's time for um uh, my favorite segment <laughs> what's your favorite segment so uh, i'm now calling it hunting wong <laughs> even though before it was called humming and bumming but i think that's not classy enough so hunting wong uh guess formerly known as guess the song <laughs> so so far you didn't get any. I think you got yeah, the last no one, wonder but why. after a lot of clues. Yeah. No, but some listeners have said they have been getting them. Oh, really? So I think it might be an issue to Could do they have names as listeners, or are they just some listeners? Katrina Innes. <laughs> she said she got the blank space one very early on. <laughs> um, yes, so I'll try and make it, because I'm not going to do the, the vowely singing of before. Thank God. Because that was um, not well received. But the humming, <laughs> I think, can be gotten. Okay. If you pay close attention. I think it'll help if you close your eyes. Okay, I'll close my eyes. <clears throat> right, I've totally forgotten what song I was going to do. <laughs> so I wrote in the notes, but then when I shared them with you, I was yeah. like, oh, he's going to see it, so I deleted it. And now I don't know what it is. Wait, give me three seconds. Yep, she's got it. She's got it. Okay, here we go. Here we go. <sighs> okay, close my eyes. <laughs> Is 
like you're trying to push a poo out. I was like... I was. <laughs> and we got there. Um, I actually do think that was very bad. Even okay. I think that was bad. So I think I'm going to try another song by the same artist. Okay, so they're an artist. That was... Yes, it's a group. Um, let's see. Okay, here we right, go. This is a lot easier, I think. <laughs> oh, I got this one. <laughs> it's the the girls of the comeback. Yes! The return, the Pussycat Dolls. Woo! But what's the song? Don't you? What's and the now can one? you get the first one based off of that? When I Grow Up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did actually start humming when I grew up because you said it, but originally it was. <laughs> Sounds like Inspector Gadget. <laughs> Inspector Gadget. It was. Is that one of their hits? Yeah. <laughs> it was they an called album Inspector track. Gadget. It's <laughs> the B side, <laughs> don't you? No, it was. Let me just try one more time. Should I try the valley singing again? Okay, try the valley singing. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone but, can hear this. <laughs> Just silent singing. That's how real singers do it. <laughs> it real is... singers like the Pussycat Dolls. Those, <laughs> those real singers. There's one singer in that band. <laughs> Melody. She's no longer <laughs> it. Well, the, the Pussycat Dolls only have like three songs. You should be able to get it because you've ruled out all the When I ones. grow up. T- buttons. Yes, it was Buttons. Oh. <laughs> Inspector Gadget. <laughs> it does sound like Inspector Gadget, but maybe buttons does sound like Inspector Gadget. Gadget. When you take Snoop Dogg out, it's just Don't. Inspector Gadget in a bikini. Are you happy for the Pussycats return? No. I find it depressing. Oh, no. Okay. Shade. No. Well, I just think did anyone want them to come back? No. <laughs> there we go. No, they didn't. The thing is, the Pussycat dolls had some good songs. And they were good dancers, and Nicole was great, and they had some good visuals. But what they never had, in my opinion, was identity. And the reason why the Spice Girls come back and people get excited is because they stood for something, they remind you of a time, you hear those songs and it transports you back because it had some heart and it had some soul. The Pussycat Dolls, they had their moment in the charts, but similarly to someone like the, the Saturdays or something, it's like... What did what did they stand for? Like what? <laughs> do they, what? What political issues? Where are they on climate change? <laughs> Where are they on Brexit? Where are they on NHS funding? Where are they? Don't you wish that we were out of the EU? <laughs> Don't you? <laughs> um, well, the thing is, it's just Nicole and backup dancers. That's the thing, isn't it? They're I know. not really. Can you name any of the other? I can name them all. <laughs> I've had to interview them over the years, and it's been painful each and every one because they have nothing to say because they haven't done anything I mean I am all for the fact that they were a group that was burlesque Nicole was the lead singer and they were essentially backup dancers but the fact that they're trying to pretend that it was anything more and there was any camaraderie like what you buy into with a band is like Little Mix they're friends you buy into their friendship their energy yeah. like what the positivity they're putting out and like you want to be part of the band you want to hang out with yeah. them go for a drink with them who wants to go for a drink with the Pussycat Dolls the Pussycat Dolls don't have a drink no so I mean, obviously, I'm going to buy a ticket and go see them. I mean, I'm not. Don't get me wrong, but now I find it depressing. And What's I, your favourite Pussycat Dolls song? Buttons. I mean, you wouldn't know from the humming. Oh, I don't like buttons. Buttons and that video. Nicole was at the peak of scorching hot. I mean, she was I had an eating disorder at the time, but honestly, it looked amazing on her. So, what's my favourite Pussycat Dolls song? Yours is. I wait co- a minute. What is that? <laughs> Yours is <laughs> bleep. What is that? <laughs> You don't know like any of their songs. songs. Bleep is Alan Giver. Keep looking at my... Oh, I hate that song. Yeah, me too. 
And wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, do you know what a song I like? <laughs> um, what's the, the disco? Hush, hush. Hush, 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 hush. 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 Oh, they did have some I will song. survive. Oh, as long as I know how to love. That's how we'll survive. They come in at the end, no? Does she? I think so. At the end, it turns into I will survive. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> question me. <laughs> um, I hate that stick with you. Stick with you. Oh, my God. What oh, an annoying like title. That. And I hate it. I hate this part. And maybe they do have some songs. I actually liked some of Nicole's um, solo stuff. I know I'm a solo voice there. Um, but I enjoyed... I'm like a boomerang. That one. Oh, um, yes. And I don't, forgot about that don't one. Don't Hold Your Breath was a good one. Anything to me, but I will forget if you think I come back. That was oh the Britney God. Spears version. <laughs> Anyway, we're getting very sidetracked. Let's try and get on to the next... Where are we? Pleb oh, questions. Oh, we're going on to Pleb. Oh, God. Oh, plebs. Oh, God. Oh, this is our least favourite bit, as always, but we have to get through it. Public um, service. So, our first Pleb letter is from Bente. Um, that... Yep. <laughs> Just Bente. Go. It's like Madonna. <laughs> Hello. My name's Bente, but you can call me Jiggly. Deep friend of the pod... So something's been on my mind for a while, and that Jerry Girls question on your previous episode made me think of it. I'd love to hear your take on it, but it's more on the serious side, so I do apologise for that. We do rarely get serious questions. So I'm Dutch. Oh, God, he'll be offended by my accent. <laughs> and coincidentally, a fan of Drag Race. Why is that coincidentally? I don't know. Um, I usually watch it on WoW on Netflix, but MTV Netherlands also airs reruns. In Dutch, there's not really a good word to translate drag or drag queen. When watching RuPaul's Drag Race on MTV, I noticed them translating drag to the T word, or even worse, drag queen to the T word that rhymes with... What does it rhyme with? Um, Danny? Danny, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I am... Um, I am no queen in any way or form, but every time I see it, I just cringe. I was just wondering what your take on using that word is. Would love to know other words in Dutch to use as well, but I'm pretty sure you can't help me with that one. No. <laughs> Where's your Dutch? <laughs> Pass that Dutch. Pass, Pass that, that Dutch. Dutch. Um, um, can you imagine? Yes. Like, we just suddenly had a degree in Dutch. I, I actually, having read this question before, I should have prepared something just to like gag everyone, <laughs> but I didn't. But oh, yeah, so that word, <laughs> the, the T word... So yes, what's your thoughts on that? That has like kind of a history because um, obviously, remember in Drag Race, they used to say, you've got she male, and that caused yeah. a big tr- controversy. And now they say, mm, she done already done had hers is. And RuPaul has a song, doesn't he? He had a song called Training Chaser, didn't yeah. he? So yeah. Um, but that was of a different time, and I think like people moved on, and now the word is, um, yes, yeah, seen as problematic. Although there, I believe there's even some division within the trans community about whether that word is appropriate. Because some people in the trans community still use it themselves. Yeah. And not even in a reclaimed way that like a gay person would say the F-A-G word. Because that it has divisions about whether, you know, we should ban um Christmas song, Fairy Tale of New York. Oh, yeah. Well, I hate that. I love that song. So I would hate if they banned it. I know I, some people say we should ban it. I do understand... Um, the annoyance because sometimes that song comes on and no one like 
the straight men aren't singing along at all, but they just sing that bit. <laughs> Have you seen that? <laughs> no. And it's like, if you're going to do that, sing the whole song. Because if you just sing that bit, and I've been in clubs before when Gold Digger comes on and people have just been like loudly shouting the N-word because it, it's featured in the chorus because, you know, they think, well, it's in the song. So it's like yeah. a, a great opportunity if you're someone who wants to use those inappropriate words to use them and feel vindicated because it's part of a song. So it's annoying. I find it annoying and problematic when people behave like that. But I don't think that means that the songs should necessarily themselves be censored. Yeah. I think just people need to conduct themselves in a better way when listening to it. And if if those people are shouting those words as part of songs anyway, then they probably are already saying them properly yeah. anyway. So maybe it's good to know who's who's like that. <laughs> you know, to avoid them. them. But yeah, in, in specific with the T word, I mean... It's, it is important, I think, for people who aren't part of a community not to kind of speak on behalf of a community. Yeah. So we're not part of that community, so we can't really say what should or shouldn't be said. But we can definitely compare it to being gay and the use of the word, the F-A-G word, even though I think, <laughs> obviously, that means we can use it, but I'm not saying it. Because, like you say, people are divided even within, within our community about it, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, I personally don't get offended by that word. I don't either. I feel like it, it's not very context. British. I don't know. Is that just me? I feel like it carries more weight in America. I definitely think that's true, but I think it's maybe because um, there's been more discrimination in America. Yeah. Like, the N-word in America is definitely... I mean, it's abhorrent anywhere, but I think in America it carries, obviously, a, a much worse history. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe that's true of the F-word as well. But it's very difficult because a lot of people want there to be certain words that are banned and certain words that aren't, but words do evolve. For example, like, queer these days is... Um, reclaimed by the LGBT yeah. community and is a, but like how long ago was it that that word was a proper yeah. slur so they kind of come around and like even these days I've spoke to some gay women who don't like the word lesbian anymore I think as soon as a word starts being used as an insult people want to distance themselves for it but that just yeah. means that you're constantly sometimes running away from the yeah. words that were yours when it would be better to kind of not do that and not allow people the power to to turn you off words that you formally identified yourself with yeah. But that is easier said than done. So I think it's important not to police language, though. Yeah. I think I know we can try and avoid using words that people find upsetting or get offended by, but we do have to remember that, you know, we do live in a democracy and it's not your it's not your right to not be offended. So if you use a word people don't like and say, I'm offended by that, it's not your human right to not be offended. Yeah. It should always be a conversation rather than a you shouldn't have said that word. Yeah. It should be more like, oh, well, do you think that word's still appropriate? I think some people could be hurt by it. You're like, oh, well, I disagree, but I'll definitely... But I have a right to hurt you. If you say, I'm hurt by it, it's like, well, I have a right to hurt you. You can't ban me from doing that, even if it is hurtful. I have this the right... This is serial killer Charlie coming back out again. <laughs> but it is. See, I have the right to be hurt. We shouldn't limit... We say we talk about offence. We talk like, I was offended by that, or he was offended by that. Is that somehow law? And it isn't. Yeah, and, like, we both work, you more so than me, in comedy. And it's, like, com- comedy is supposed to live on the edge of kind yeah. of what's appropriate, what's decent and what's not. And yet, w- to be able to do that, um, comedians especially have to kind of be given the room to sometimes slip up without it being disastrous. Oh, yeah. Because otherwise you're really kind of making that a very difficult thing. And in today's age more than ever we all need a laugh and people want comedians people want entertainment to distract from everything that's going on in politics but then the moment that a comedian says something even slightly risque everyone wants to jump on them and it's like are they really the the main 
people that you're offended by in society mm-hmm. or are they, are they just easy targets so and and i've said this before about drag race sometimes people are targeting drag race it's like considering things that are going on these days is drag race really where we should be channeling the energy of kind of i mean it's one of the most progressive shows there is yeah in many ways it could still do better and i do think mtv netherlands sh- shouldn't be translating into no is this, do, but is any this other dutch person? listeners write in about what your translation of drag queen would be so, are they saying that, like, in Dutch there isn't a word for drag queen? Am I getting that right? I mean, I, I suppose that is... How can that be true? Well, because <laughs> it's quiet, it's not, uh, as you know, I think... No, that kind of makes sense. But I've been to Amsterdam, and it's like drag queen. That is Dutch, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, thank God. Um, yeah, I've been seeing this. So they must have a name. But maybe they just use the English word. I bet I bet in French and... But we'll have to look it up. I bet it's just, like, le drag queen. Look it up. Do you know what I'm referencing there? Look it up. I do. do. It's like in the re- like the recesses of my memory. <laughs> look at that. You talk about fashion. Would I Who's, ever talk about who fashion? said that? Who said the line? It's fashion. Look it up. Where does that come from? It's I hear it all the time. Is it? It's not in Devil Wears Prada, is it? I don't know. I hear. I I say it all the time as well. And I don't know. Can someone tell me the origins of that phrase, please? Maybe Project it's, Runway. I don't know. I love. Have you? Have I talked about this on the podcast before? That guy, Michael Cos. No. Is he from Project Runway? Oh, yes, you have. Oh, I have. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Watch his insults, if I haven't told you before, um, on YouTube. They're so funny. But um, what we were saying... Oh, yeah, look it up. Um, when Madonna was asked a few years ago about the fact Lady Gaga's song Born This Way sounded like Express Yourself, she described it as reductive. And her interviewer said, is that a good thing or a bad thing? And Madonna took her cup of tea that she was drinking during the interview, took a long, laborious... Is laborious a word? Laborious? Laborious. 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 That's like labia. <laughs> Lawrence of my labia. Took a long sip and then went, look it up. <laughs> and then she smiles to herself and it's one of the most iconic uh, clips in gay history. So <laughs> get into that and the Michael Kors clip. And I think we answered that question. We did. If we got through that question without saying anything offensive, then we are geniuses, <laughs> but I'm sure we didn't. Our next question is, uh, this is another serious question, is from... Oh, God, it's a news night. Oh, we have Look to keep this anonymous because of the nature of the question. Hi, guys. Um, I want some advice on how to come out as bi to some friends and family. I'm 18. I've told about two friends. I tried to tell my friends before and they didn't really believe me. So I guess that's what I'm a little worried about. And my dad is a little homophobic sometimes. And no, I haven't really been on the scene yet. If I can remain anonymous, that would be fab. Fab with three Bs. Also, what's your favourite crisp flavour? <laughs> Two related questions. So we have to answer this question very sensitively, the, the crisp one. Because a lot of people... <laughs> we don't I know what the answer to yours is. Because I know you don't like crisps. Yeah, I don't like crisps. Because I was trying to guess your favourite crisp flavour a few weeks ago. And... I guessed it wrong. I guessed hula hoops, and the answer was, I don't like crisps. Yeah, I don't like crisps. But I did correctly guess your favourite chocolate bar, Kinder Bueno. I do like Kinder and Bueno. And I correctly guessed Moons, which was Double Decker. Certainly was. And what's your one? What did I say mine was? I don't even know what my own is. A club. A Yorkie, a penguin. I do like a Fredo. Club. My favourite. I often say Twix, but it's not my favourite. It's just like Twix. Some, I think I find it quite comforting. I don't really eat a chocolate bar that often. I think I eat. I like dairy milk, dairy milk, fruit, and nut. Oh, Lord, that's like the worst chocolate bar. Are you joking? Genuinely the worst. It is like an old granny chocolate bar. Fruit and nut, dairy milk. It's, I really like the way it feels. Oh, God. 
This dirty, is the most disgusted you've ever dirty been. Dirty cow. And considering some of the things I've said. Anyway, we have to answer the proper part of the question. What was your crisps? Oh, my crisps is... So, do you know what I really like? I really like... I don't know why I'm laughing, it's not funny. Prong Cocktail Walker's crisps. And yeah. I love uh, Paprika Pringles. Yeah. Okay. And Prong can... Cocktail Pringles. And but I thought you didn't like crisps. I d- I'll eat them if they're in a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how you deign to join the rest of us down here, Charlie. Uh, they're in a bowl. How very, very poached. They must be decanted first. But um, <laughs> Decant the crisps, please. <laughs> but more importantly, we're giving bye advice. So sorry to you if um, the conversation earlier on bisexuality was insensitive. Moon, edit the whole thing out. But um, yeah, how to come out as bi. So... Um, the listener is 18 years old, female, and, yeah, wants to come out as bi. Um, I think it's hard for bi people. I think there is a sense of um, it's a phase, or I think especially with girls, if they have boyfriends, people don't believe it. Yeah. And there's often that thing of bi girls saying, I don't need a girlfriend to prove you that I'm bi. Well, I think it has to be acknowledge that the reason this attitude comes about is because so many I think it's more probably men than women yeah. do say they're bi before they come out as gay so that is a oh yeah thing. it's always a stepping stone but that does not mean that bisexual people don't exist yeah. but a lot of those gay men are probably making it harder for bisexual people by kind of yeah. going that on the way but although with bisexuality don't you find it's like a um, it is a scale I know Kinsey had like the seven point scale of sexuality <laughs> Well, I'm just bringing in earthquakes. And <laughs> <laughs> the Kinsey scale was said zero to seven is like zero is I think it's zero. It's one to seven is like completely heterosexual, and seven. I've never heard about this. this is yeah, Kinsey. He was a sexual. Uh, he was a doctor who like famously talked about sex. Like recent or like Freudian. Type. I want to say like the fifties or sixties in America, Ooh. and he came up with the Kinsey scale, which was like one to seven of sexuality. Is seven like the gayest you can be. Yeah, and one is really heterosexual. And like, where are you? I'm a 10. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't ask your IQ. Where are you on the Kinsey scale? Um, I ain't done the test. Oh, you do a test? Yeah. You don't decide what you are. You've got to bring a calculator and everything. (gasps) Oh my God. Compasses. Do you have to pay for it? (laughs) If you shove the compass up your bum, you're on the, you're a seven. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, that's painful. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, but no, I mean, it's like a sliding... It's, well, maybe it's not sliding, but it seems like it is a, we shouldn't be thinking in binary terms of... Absolutely, Gay, yeah. straight and bisexual. They're not three choices. Isn't there a lot of choices? And also, it's weird. don't you think it's weird that we group together sexuality by gender? I just mean, even though yeah. we both may be gay, one of us might like maybe. incredibly obese men, <laughs> and one might <laughs> like incredibly skinny men, and yet we're both classed in the same sexuality when we clearly have different sexual preferences. Oh, but everyone has different sexual preferences. Yeah, but that's what I mean. So why are we grouped together by gender and not by other things? So you think all people who like really obese people should be in the same club? <laughs> they should be in the I same suppose, room. Suppose that makes sense. Cause... But no, I don't know. You've given me a lot to think about. Um, I really want to take the Kinsey scale, <laughs> but I agree with you in terms of, and this was something I struggled with for a long time because I realised I was part of the problem where I was often saying about men, like, I think he's gay, I think he's secretly gay, I think he's gay, just because they maybe were a bit more open-minded or were willing to experiment when I've realised that actually, like you say, it is more like a scale and just because 
And it's because of the fact that people like I used to and other people do are so quick to make judgments based on just being slightly open-minded that people are afraid to kind of be honest about yeah. the fact that they fall somewhere in the middle, which I think most people do. So, but yeah, that's a big conversation to have at 18 with your family. And I don't know, it's hard to give advice on it, but I think... I would say do come out though. I think is it Ian McKellen said no one's ever, ever regretted coming out. True. I would definitely say that's true if you gave it. If you're bisexual, tell me if I'm wrong. Would it not maybe be easy just to wait until you are in a relationship with someone of the same sex? Because then... Because you could be bisexual and never actually have a relationship. Um... And then do you even need to... Because the thing is, being gay or bi and telling your family about your sexuality, it's still quite unnatural, not being gay, but like sharing... with things about your sex life with your family. Like, straight people don't do that. Yeah. So, and if you don't have to, like, if it's not necessary, because for gay people it is necessary, because it's like, well, it's telling you one day when you meet a partner, if I have a partner, it's going to be this, so yeah. watch out for it. <laughs> but if you're bi, if I was bi, I think I probably would have waited just to see if and when it happened, and then maybe cross that bridge when I came to it. But I don't know if that's good advice. That's what I would have done. I feel like I feel like it's good to come out and assert your identity. Yeah. And be part of be part of our little group, the LGBTQIA two plus star community. I definitely think you should be part of the community. <laughs> I just don't know if you, telling your parents means is a necessity with being part of the community. I think it's harks back to what you said at the beginning, which is a lot of people just don't believe it. Yeah. And that's what you're going to get from family. So it's like, is there even any point telling them until I have the concrete proof of, well, here she is. This is my girlfriend. But then also, I think you're right, because then that future partner has to deal with a shock from the family. Yeah. Whereas maybe it would be better to give them more time to get used to the idea if, like you said, your dad is anonymous, is a bit homophobic. So I don't think we helped at all there. <laughs> we said a lot of things, so that's the main thing. Um, and I think that's all of our questions for this week it is thank you so much everyone for writing in thank you Nadine all the way from the jungle she wrote in all the way from um, Netherlands by the sounds of my (laughs) (laughs) so in Nadine voice I shall say goodbye for now so thanks for listening goodbye everybody (laughs) bye bye The letters featured on The Ed and Charlie Show are not real. Any listeners who thought otherwise should see a GP immediately. The Ed and Charlie Show is affiliated with no one and is likely to die alone and should be kept away from children, those easily offended, and the celebrities featured. Any celebrities wanting to send legal letters, please do not. We do not have the budget.